0: Welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host, KB, and I would like to introduce you to industry professionals and people who successfully made their path to the video game industry. I hope that you enjoy the podcast and get useful tips that will bring you closer to achieving your dreams. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Into we'll the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Like Thank you very much, it. Kevin. Of course. We'll have to start it off with having you introduce yourself a little bit to let the fans know what they want to know about you, and then we'll go from there.
1: Sure, no problem. Uh, yeah, so uh, my name is Matteo Choloro. I'm uh, I'm Italian, based in London. I've uh, lived in London for a, for a long time. And uh, pretty much right now, what I do is uh, work in... Well, I own a very small um, game PR and communications company. So I work with indie games and uh, digital arts uh, startups and, and sort of help them nav- navigate their way through what is a very uh, overcrowded place? Really,
0: right? when's a uh, lot going on over there. Ricardo knows more better than me. But yeah, so let's just dive deep. How did you get started with all of this? So, what
1: was your like childhood like? Oh well, childhood. I so I I grew up in a in a very small town with uh, very little to no technology in uh, outside of Milan, uh, in Italy. And um, I think I I think the first game I played was pokemon i think yes. pokemon yellow on the on the old and it wasn't even my oh, game best boy, it was one somebody else's game boy it was it was awesome i was like damn uh, so that, so i bugged i think i bugged my parents for a long time to get myself a game boy color when that came out and uh, yeah i grew up grew up on on the pokemon games and digimon and <laughs> hot wheels digimon haven't heard
0: that a, in a while
1: yeah. gosh yeah i know i i just I haven't thought about it since I was a kid, probably, and so it just sort of came up in my memory now. Oh man, that's great. Okay. There's so- a new series
2: on right now. That's like fifty something episodes.
1: Oh really? It's back. No, I had I had no idea. I did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they rebooted, well, yeah, so it's the top. original. Are you serious? Yeah, but it's a different story. Very different, actually. Okay. Oh, you okay. Damn. Okay. Is it like like the same animation as the old one, or is it more anime like? Well, it's more modern because, like, not really modern, but higher budget, I'd say, because the old one is pretty low budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> has a lot of glitches in the animation and things like that.
0: So you're saying there was a lot of technology. So how did you get yourself involved with, like, tech? Was it the game? And from then on, you were like, I got to well, learn more about this?
1: Well, actually, I mean, I think it's it's always been a hobby until the last few years. Um, I grew up um sort of working in well I was supposed to study in healthcare my parents wanted me to become a doctor so uh, i spent i spent that um uh, most of my life doing that but um i mean that's sort of a constant thing in, in my life was was playing games um if you remember i don't know if you've ever played old school runescape for example but um moving to the uk that's how i actually learned how to <laughs> write in english at the beginning um, wow! And all sort of the like the acronyms like BRB and all those things I had no idea about was was sort of from RuneScape. Um, and then on there I met a guy who actually, who opened his own private server where you could just sort of boost your skills to ninety nine and things like that. There you go. Um, That was that was a good time and uh, I helped him for for a few years like sort of dealing with the community and like I uh, always been a a fan of gaming but never had sort of the technical prowess to like develop my own game so I had to find a different way to sort of sneak into the industry.
0: I like the way you say that sneak into the industry find your way to get in there somehow well no because everybody assumes it's just like a programmer artist designer writer audio but there are so many realms to the gaming industry yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and so when you say sneak in like how what was that process like
1: oh so, yes once med-, med school failed um and things started to look a little bit shaky. I had to think about the, uh how, how do I, where do I go from here? Like, how do I build, start to build like a, a lifelong career or at least something like that? And um, what happened was I found, well, I, I, I moved and studied in London, a um, bachelor's degree in creative writing and English to teach myself how to sort of read and write. Um, and then I found a, sort of a uh, quite a small like a, um, a boutique agents PR agency that dealt with technology but they were looking for somebody with gaming uh, interest because they had a new gaming client and so I signed up to that internship managed to get in and then sort of built it on from there really
0: okay that's intense I like the so you got <laughs> so you got an internship what was that like like what did you have to apply for that and get accepted or they were just like hey we're accepting you come join us and then work from there
1: no it was all of a sort of a it was a whole process it was through the um, um, back back uh, college university in, in in london and they um yeah they had this one internship with this one place i applied at very little hopes to getting in because i had no prior experience uh, i love that so you
0: just won it you're like you know what let's just see what happens i'm gonna put my application and hopefully they accept me and he did
1: yes yeah yeah and um i, I don't know if you're aware with uh, about improbable like spatial os stuff like that you know the the new game scavengers that they're making on spatial os um i oh, no. so what is that exactly yeah. i'm not sure um so improbable is this big like tech company in london that mm-hmm. is um it's sort of their goal is to develop this like gigantic motiva, like not multiverse but like the matrix basically is what they're they're trying to do i guess um and (laughs) that's kind of hard yeah it's (laughs) i mean it's it's they're a little far off from it (laughs) right now a little bit but it was super ambitious and like really interesting to 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 learn about them and and so they're using their tech in for example like army simulations to create like army environments for them to train into like vr and ar but at the same time, they're they're using it for games as well to make these like thousand-player games, basically, and and hopefully that that will happen soon. I, I
0: thousand-player games. So they say. <laughs> so we have a saying here. It says, "Don't make WoW." Maybe now we should say, "Don't make it a thousand-player game unless you got like yeah. manpower." Like, so how many people are in that team? You need a lot of people to make that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was a it was a. I was only working it from the outside for their, basically their PR agency, but I visited the offices once and it, they were pretty big.
0: I mean, that yeah, makes <laughs> sense. Well, so like, did you ever feel like intimidated by that? Being like, hey, we're making a thousand player game. I'm going to have to represent that really well and make sure people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what was I that mean,
1: like? Again, like going from, going from, well, working in, I, I, so I worked in a hospital for a long time. Uh, and I guess that kind of allowed me to, understand pressure in a different sort of like setting because you know you're looking after people's lives and stuff like that but really when you're even sending out an email you're like you know i'm representing a (laughs) two billion dollar company or whatever it's it's two billion company (laughs) nerve-wracking it is and i don't think you really get used to that ever
0: yeah so you never used to how do you like handle Maybe the pressures from it, you have like a certain way to
1: handle it, meditation or something? Uh, meditation is a big one. And, and it's one of the things that actually um, the, the agency itself, when I was working for them, uh, used to sponsor every now and then. Um, but also, you know, taking time off because you could be online all, all day, really. Um, as i'm sure i mean it's it's a sort of it's a recurring theme in the gaming industry um in all sorts of works like game dev as well like it's overworking and burning out and um yes you got to manage that you you absolutely need to manage that otherwise you don't perform as well really
0: if you can't perform a top performance then like it's just hard to continually strive for goals. And then your days and your weeks can be difficult because let's say you have a great week, but then the next week isn't as good. You're gonna beat yourself up because you expect excellence. Actually, I saw this great video where somebody was saying, try to base your average day as like your worst day. So that way, as long as you achieve it, you feel good. And then if you achieve that one thing, you're gonna feel even better. So you're gonna to want to do more, and you wanna do more, and eventually you're gonna do more by doing less.
1: <laughs> oh, hundred percent. That is yeah. that is that is so true. Like um Again, i like working in, in the industry, in the gaming industry for a few years. And I worked for an agency that, you know, that supported the launch of like Valheim and Deep Rock Galactic and you know, the, those big indie games. And one of the one of the themes there was just like a lot of working sort of 10, 12 hour days. And, and you do eventually start doing less and less uh, and start being less productive. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that, that I learned in the last few years in the industry is like, Actually, if you set yourself smaller goals and walk to work towards them and accomplish them in, in the long run, you're 100% right. You do so much more.
0: Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And I wanted to also dive deep into like the successes you've achieved and like how you can replicate that and like help people achieve more, have successful pages or launches or stuff like that.
1: Yeah. So, so I mean, uh, one of the, I think surrounding yourself with as many creative and, and sort of motivated people as possible is a is a big thing. Um, personally, uh, like for example, working on Valheim um, and uh, working with those teams, we we did a lot. We did so much work working on the some of the biggest games. For example, and um, Valheim, which was one of the last games I worked with at my previous agency. Um, required a lot of research like a big thing is re- is pre-planning researching and just like really trying to understand what the gaming community wants what are you trying to create and uh, what are you going to add to sort of people's lives if they buy your game and i mean like a huge thing working with Valheim during sort of the peak of, of the pandemic and lockdown it was that that game brought so many people together online on these like huge beautiful worlds right um so it's sort of that was partly maybe luck in a sense because of 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 when we launched but it was also there was so much thought and so much work behind it that it's it's clear why it became a success um and I think you could definitely take a few sort of um, things from those from that rule book and 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 apply to your own games for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. The fact that like you can take... That's what I like about being successful, like having successful people around you. Mm-hmm. is You can just take what they did, try to find out how it's going to work for you and implement it. It's always the hardest mm-hmm. when you have no one in your field doing something and then you're like, okay, I got to start from scratch. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And you have to go trial and error. So it's, it's kind of nice. And we have people who like read, write books, do podcasts, all these things to so just share that knowledge. Now, the hard part is implementing it and not getting like stuck in this constant loop of I need to know more, I need to learn more, I need to read this new book. And never actually doing the thing you want to do, and for people who don't know, like what does Alham make? Or is that that's the one game where you can like go around and build like different? Every, like, can you refresher yeah. me? Yeah, build everything.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's sort of it's based in the in sort of in a in a Viking sphere, and um, mm-hmm. when it launched in February, I think it in, in just over like a, I think a month and a half, it, made, it sold something like six million copies. Six um, so million it was a huge copies. Huge success, and this this was um, it was developed by iron gate studios I think, yeah i believe it was their first game uh, and wow. published by coffee stains so the, the guys behind Goat simulator and um they published i think satisfactory and deep galactic so it wasn't their first radio on, on the publishing side um but yeah no it was it was awesome to go from you know working in tech to to working with these big gaming companies and um seeing how much goes behind the scenes, you know um there was a lot a lot of planning week by week again i i was a i was a i was a i was at a london p r agency at the time and this is this is just earlier this year um i think i left in may in the end, but working for the i mean when the game blew up um so we did a lot of like creative writing for it we did a lot of like um we worked on the trailers together. We worked on the um, communications, like the press releases, community management. It sort of was never ending. Um, And when the game actually blew up, um, so did our kind of like our inboxes. Being the r for for these guys, um, I went from receiving maybe 15 to 20 emails a day to like (laughs) four or 500. Having to answer them one by one and trying to create a system. It was uh, all hands on deck, really. And I think there was like two or three of us on the team. 400 to 500 a day yeah so if you anything like from miss
0: a day you get like a thousand two thousand
1: yeah yeah so when I I, I think I, I had a holiday book that I had to reschedule because otherwise I don't want to put this on the rest of my team because it's so it's so yeah. crazy and it was anything from like sort of interview requests to obviously key requests from influencers and you know people wanting to play the game wanting to share with their friends like we had a school who get get in touch wanting 40 keys for their school? kids uh so they could all play the what game school together, is this? together. i have no idea i think it was a it was actually a school in the states somewhere i, I don't i don't remember exactly it's probably for some it? club <laughs> like yeah, it, home and learn about how it works it's, it's like we got in. i think even a metal band got in touch with one a metal band the game. yeah yeah, yeah. What? um it's crazy it was crazy that's wild okay and so
0: like what's it like day to day you said that you do a lot of meetings a lot of trailer stuff is that like you hands on are you just observing to see how you can then like help build a good brand recognition from the trailers from the emails from all that good stuff
1: so on, on the pr side you you pretty much um sort of i guess act as a as a consultant um and you do and you do most of the work as well so Imagine like when we're talking about things like the trailer and and the community side, we we would give you our thoughts and feedback. So we watched the trailers, choose the best one, um, think about how the how the people that it's going to reach are going to be affected by it. If they're going to like it, if they're going to hate it. Like we for Valheim in specific, there was I think three a couple of trailer options, and we sort of went for the really hardcore metal, um, really sort of Vikingy. Feel and I think it, it really paid off in the end. Thinking about it, so um, yeah. Ever ever since even leaving the agency, now that I that I I run my own, it's really helping devs with as many of their questions as possible, and like trying to get everything together.
0: And how do you decide like what's a good trailer? I'm always curious. So, like, okay, this one's gonna work, and this one's awful. Like, how do you know?
1: Yeah, I I wonder whether it's uh, really it's a little bit. Uh, I th- I think what we did, we we would watch them all together. And sort of um at- together for the first time so then we could sort of have like first impressions together and like what what hits you about this one what do you think about this one and then we kind of came to a consensus that's how we usually do it um and then other times you only have one trailer like for example very uh, uh, like smaller indies that i work with now they don't really have the the money or the you know the the, the people behind them to build these amazing trailers so it's like taking them through step by step right maybe you should have writing on here you should you know cut it short here like things like that so just yeah so much detail that goes behind every every step really
0: yeah i can only imagine and then for somebody who's trying to get into maybe your field what are some things you would recommend for them to like pick up on like how do you get to the point where you can decide looking at a trailer hey this feels right or this doesn't feel right or are you just like confused by the emotions of the trailer You're like oh it's gonna be epic <laughs> like how do you know when it's something
1: really like technically good and which is just like emotionally good um I'm, i mean i think for the for the people that for like for the first side of your question like with people wanting to get into the industry i think like i mean on, on our side of the industry so the communication side i think like a big thing is just being up to date with with what what is cool what is popular what is what is a uh, well received so i i recommend for people to you know just watch youtube videos w- watch influencers like enjoy that but be able to to use that uh for your work as well and be able to apply it into your work but also you know like keeping keeping up to date with uh gaming magazines and podcasts and and being like knowing what's what's what uh because things change very quickly and they change all the time um so that, that that's a, that's a huge thing, and, and then through that through that experience, you then kind of slowly pick up what is quality and what is you know just just a fad. Really, it's, it's I think through that experience.
0: Dang, there was a huge lightning strike outside my house, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good one because that one seems pretty easy for anybody who's interested in the game industry. It seems just like do what you already do, and then just give that information knowledge to a company that needs it
1: right right exactly
0: stay up to date with influencers games game magazines sounds like my childhood
1: (laughs) yeah 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 and so then
0: how do you properly and and it's it's crazy
1: when you realize that you can apply that
0: yeah no yeah i must blow people's minds like i can get paid to do what i already do (laughs) but like how do you properly apply that to a job like how do you go to an interview and say i know this stuff
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so like the few interviews that i that i did um i think the first the things that they were really looking at were yes that your knowledge of setting for example if they say okay we want um we're working with riot on on League of legends and we want we want to know about influencers we want to know about um the magazines that might like to hear about legal legends so i think like a big thing is to take a look at the company that you're applying to and seeing the clients that they work with, and sort of working backwards that way, um, because yeah, like uh, they they're going to use your knowledge for their clients. So in that sense, um, that that's definitely a big one. Um, I w- when I applied to my last job before creating my agency, I I was playing uh, Wild Rift, not not Wild Rift, sorry, uh, Legends of Runeterra quite a lot, and I, I think I got up to Diamond or even master or something like that i I was i was killing it um and i found out that they were working on the game so i you know when i applied and and sort of showed that off that i think won me a few points as well so be be enthusiastic and show your enthusiasm is a a big one
0: i can't say that one more be enthusiastic people love that it's like my dog was barking people love when people get excited (laughs) oh yeah Oh, and then i wanted to uh, also dive into you're saying some things in your email how the developers can publicize themselves that's an interesting topic you go into a little bit of like how that works and how you can how you as a PR person can do that
1: yeah, yeah yeah no absolutely i mean i think what a lot of game developers are like in sort of uh, early on don't realize is that there is so many so many um different components that make a successful game and it's not it's not even just having a quality game it's um it's being able to to share that message sharing it the right way and and a lot of it's, a lot of the times it's having a lot of you know backing from publishers that, that are able to invest in advertising things like that but there is things that small indies can do um to improve their chances and um you know it's it's sort of a, a recurring theme on the likes of reddit uh, the, the game devs the indie game devs reddits where a lot of people are like shit i released my game and nobody's um <laughs> nobody's downloading it nobody's talking about it um and i think is the thing is really realizing your strengths it's taking a look at your competitors who else has released a similar game to you or who are you trying to sort of emulate or build upon um taking a look at their store pages um what are their tags are they using how are they writing their sort of the game description on the page what are they doing on social media it's there's there's so many little things that you can do as a sort of as a spectator and as a fan of gaming that you can then apply onto your own games and i think that's definitely huge
0: i agree I mean, the, taking the information you can gather from other games and then plan it to your own, it just can do wonders. Like if this worked for this game, why not work for yours? And then I know we did an interview with someone else last week called Game Refinery, where they'll take data from other games, and literally you can just take all the data. Be like, hey, this worked with this image worked. This image didn't work for them. This title worked. This title didn't. And then just use that for your game. And you can upload your game, and then they'll get data from other sources of your game, and you can use that to see who how good your game is doing. Data is wow. really important, and when it comes that's to crazy. like, yeah, I know, right? It's like wild. I'm like, why can't you just do it for your own game? They're like, you can. We'll take your data from your game, <laughs> and then you can see how you're doing. And I'm like, that's wild, mm-hmm. but it helps because you know, much time they'll take to research all that information. Research like, oh, how is this image doing compared to other ones? How is this website doing other websites? Like, and it's been hours and hours and on that when you can just get all the answers and implement it. Which yeah, is key.
2: yeah, it's
1: something that by the
2: time you finish
1: gathering everything, it's already outdated. <laughs> exactly that's that's another big thing as well it's just like especially for things like that uh, for data um, I mean a- a- another thing that I do recommend that is that is that does also seem to become outdated quite quickly but not always is like when you when you look at the competitors of the game that you're trying to create is who's playing it um, who's writing about it um, are there specific journalists that that writes about 2d platformers for example and it's it's finding those guys um to write to and to introduce them to your game rather than i think a lot a lot of what people who think of messaging journalists and influencers they just probably copy and paste the same email to a thousand people and that doesn't always work like you want to make it personal and you want to keep keep that up to date as well for sure Which yeah,
2: uh, and also, the public, like people who follow uh, yeah. YouTube channels about MMORPGs, aren't interested in like platformers.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. exactly. So, what would you I say mean, for we...
0: those, oh, I was going to say, would you say for those people who like don't want to put in the time to make a customized email? <laughs> They're like, oh no, save me time by just copy and pasting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i mean i would i i i wouldn't recommend it i mean sometimes it does work sometimes it might work and i think like very early on um when we started the agency we didn't have the manpower to just be like writing personalized emails to everyone but when we started doing that we we did see the difference and um I think I think a huge thing is you know you're you're putting a lot of love into the process of creating a game and a lot of you know the, some of the developers that I worked with in the past were sort of very very small time and they had full time jobs and things like things like that so I'd say don't like if you don't rush the gaming process uh, the game development process because you shouldn't it should it should be polished you shouldn't overwork it right but you you should have maybe get feedback from friends who play it and tell you what's good and what's bad don't overwork it but also don't rush to market and you should maybe think about the pr in the same way it's like don't just spam everybody you've you've spent a year developing this take a couple of months of looking at who uh, the game should be shared with and building those relationships and, and and things might just work out a little better all right
0: thank you because it's a see people saying like hey you know I could save time by just copy and pasting if I get to a thousand one will answer why would I want to make my own custom but it's like same with the resume you're saying earlier like you should make it specifically for that company. If you're gonna to try to get a job it's got to be tailored you have they have to know you could do the job they want to do not that you can do any generic job being specialized absolutely. is more important. Yeah.
1: Absolutely absolutely
0: so I wanted to ask you what makes or break games from the experience you've seen and
1: you've had what makes a great game? Um, I, don't, I mean, for me personally, I I love competitive games. I think that's just how I grew up, like with, with my brother playing anything from, from Cod on the Xbox 360 to, um, you know, sort of getting the ranked divisions and climbing up. Again, League of Legends, um, uh, old school runescape all the games that i look back and i i played there's sort of like an incremental system that i want to be better than you or my friends or whatever so that's a huge thing for me but that doesn't and i think that sometimes in itself uh can make a good game but but there's there's a ton more uh behind it i mean for me personally it's, it's the storyline i think having a good story like because gaming in a sense is, is just another way to tell a story it's just another medium um to to sort of express what the developers are thinking and what they want to bring to the world so but that said I've, I've played games that are maybe thinking about okay i need to tell a good story but they tell it too long and it's too wordy or you know they they take uh, they 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 write too much and, and not think about the elements of the actual the mechanics and things like that i mean there's there's really a ton a ton that goes behind um making a good game but yes storyline is is a big one for me it's why am i playing this i want to go through a journey maybe i might learn something at the end of it um or maybe yes maybe i've just you know beaten the high score and hooray like this (laughs) there's a few avenues uh, that that would that would do that to me i think
0: Ricardo, you you played wow right do you think they have a good story that's why they're popular
2: (laughs) well uh kind of uh but i think people stay mostly for the community right like oh that's a good one us. too mm-hmm. like, because technically runescape. the
0: community creates a story that's like hey we're doing this together
2: yeah i wouldn't have yeah. uh, come back to runescape if it wasn't for having five billion friends on it right yeah yeah it's <laughs> a lot of friends never <laughs> <quit>. <laughs> it's like the the saying goes you know you never quit runescape you just go afk
1: it's that's 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 so true they have those memes
0: where it's like last logged in like 20 years ago and it's so sad (laughs) it's so true that happens though like people just never get back on never to be seen again
1: yeah okay for life (laughs) (laughs) the bountiful banks with them as well i'm curious
0: what is your favorite game
1: my favorite game oh snap um I think it's one of the ones I've mentioned. I mean, right now because I've been working so much, I don't really play games as much as I used to anymore. Um, like the only games I play are for the devs that I work with. Um, but like some some big ones, some big ones that have that have made an impression on me. One of them is um, Age of Mythology. Um, I played the hell out of that since I was a kid as well. Like sort of building empires and and that that was that was. That was just a beautiful experience uh agent mythology i think probably that that's the one that's the one that that has a special place in my heart um uh, but then again you know anything like um gta i used to quite like sonic and all-star racing as well because uh, it was a good one with friends so like different genres different different experiences
0: i've never heard of that one but is it kind of like a rise of nations or Age of, age of mythology? yeah
1: yeah yeah so it's it's pretty much like age of empires but the difference the main difference being is that you you're playing mythological gods so like you're playing the greeks or the egyptians the um the norse um and they all have their own sort of abilities and the the way that they construct the uh, cities are different and and in the end you you sort of you if you work through it and you, you, do, you do a good job you get to summon these like crazy titans from history and things like that so it's uh yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> it's yeah, very it outdated sounds pretty now, awesome but you can summon titans yeah, was-
0: take over empires and <laughs> like what okay yeah
2: it was very sick now, anything- I mean, it, it was remastered as well
1: yes yes um I, I mean I, I still have it on my steam library and it's I, I always like to talk into it every now and then um I mean talking about community Ricardo you said earlier you know that that's probably the one thing that obviously when I was maybe thirteen or fourteen the community was just thriving' because it was a new game um and you could play online and just learn new things and and just get trashed over and over again but now it's just even difficult to to play against somebody else and a huge thing um, with Asian mythology is that you were allowed to build your own worlds and host them and, like, different missions and things like that. Like, you could really put your own spin on a traditional game. And I think that's that's what had made it so, so compelling to continue playing.
2: Yeah, that's the reason people played Warcraft 3 as well for, like, mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. 20 years after it was released, right?
1: Exactly, exactly.
2: That's a long time, 20 years. I mean, people only quit because Blizzard... Uh... Made it so you kind of can't play some old maps and things like that. Hmm. Yeah, people are struggling. And Recent days, they say yes. the remaster wasn't very good.
0: Hmm. Heard that. Now, is there anything you've taken from Aether mythology that's helped you like do your job today? Any lessons learned, or like just things you've seen it's like this worked really well, PR, just didn't work well.
1: Um, I mean, for for age specifically, I think I think it's just the. The, the broadness of, of of the title and the agelessness right so you might want to like w- when i when i think about the developers that i want to start working with uh in the future i always think about is their game telling a, a great story and does it have longevity is it something that you can build on is it is it just a is it what are your intentions in in, in building the game um and 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 for the, for for everything that i do i really try to base it off that it's like does it have a uh, is there a reason behind it and are you looking to to build something in the long term and that that's what i that's what i like to go to, towards really that's where i gravitate
0: sounds good sounds like you've taken what you've really liked with that game and said like this is the type of people i want to work for because then i could see me constantly be interested so i can constantly provide value for them in a way
2: I mean, it's something I said in my last job interview, actually, for the job I'm currently on, uh, because I used to work like near sales, right? And one of the things I mentioned was that one of the things that made my job easier was that I actually believed in what we were selling. So I think it's pretty similar. Like, how do you advertise a game? You know, it's not
1: that good, right? oh a thousand percent it's 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 so tough um and like that's why I left the, the 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 last agency that I worked at because some of the games are friggin' like they were absolutely awesome and they were so easy to play and to fall in love with and, and to tell those stories right because you're you're the one that's supposed to as a, as a PR and as a communications person you're the one that's supposed to bring those stories to life in in the press release and making making people want to play the game and make them interested and you've only got a few sentences to do that and if you're just not into it it's so so difficult so that's why i was like you know, i'll I'll try and go my own way so then i can choose well <laughs> i can sort of approach the devs that i would love to work with and and maybe that creates better results i mean that's still to be seen uh it's it's a very i think it's the 7th of september so it's five months that i've been doing this by myself full time but it's uh it's already it's already just mental mental health wise and and sort of ambition wise it's just everything has changed because i i, I get to choose what, what to do
0: sounds awesome you to choose what to do the freedom to do what you want
1: yeah man everybody should strive for that really
0: oh, really they should <laughs> somehow if you figure a way to do it do it freedom you can't be yes. freedom It just you just overall happiness is better and you all usually do better work so mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want that true and how have you built like relationships with developers and journalists and how can you like foster that and keep it and nurture it
1: um so like when it comes to developing developing relationships a, a lot of the time is is, is first of all is 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 what I'm trying to say strong enough? Like, obviously, uh, as, we, as we just mentioned, I, I, I wouldn't approach a million, like I wouldn't send a thousand emails to a thousand developers and hope one of them says, all right, we'll work together. Um, but it's, it's more like, okay, I love your game. I love the prospect of it coming out. And I think more people need to know about it. Let's have a conversation and then really understand what is it that you're trying to achieve? And how can, can I help you do that? And how can we you know have a, a positive mutual relationship going forward um and so far we've, we've i mean like uh when we st- when i started the the agency in in uh, in april i started working for, for a very small indie dev team in in italy in a place called udine it's in the northeast, i believe no no yeah northeast of, of italy um and it was just them three devs, me and and a couple of uh, people on my team, and we just had this one sort of <clears throat> um, mission: was to get the game out and get people to play it, and 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 try to grow something, whatever it was. It was we were both at our first arms, uh, and you know, just after four months of of constantly working together and for this shared goal, we 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 did achieve something quite good. You know, with the game got got streamed. Uh, to two thousand of people on launch day stuff like that but the the better thing was that i managed to get myself a ticket to italy and to meet them and you know we spend a weekend drinking beer and chatting and 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 um, that was probably the best part is is building that friendship behind the game and yeah i i look forward to going to see them again uh, because it was awesome
0: You can't underestimate the power of, like, networking and friendships. It doesn't mean, like, they all become your best friends, but it means that, like, you guys, like, all are trying to do the same thing and you just are friendly and want to help each other and teach each other to succeed. And you don't understand, like, how that could help you meet other people, gain opportunities. It's like so many people who I don't consider, you know, best of friends, but just people who I really have been good to and they've been good to me have helped me get into positions that I didn't know were possible. And so, like it's just it's insane and it really is all about caring at the end of the day not trying to get anything out of it like i'm not trying to be your friend for this but at the end of the day you're friends with them and then well i could do this for you like you shouldn't ever be the end goal shouldn't be the goal the goal should just be to make a friend or to be nice to someone or to care about them
1: yeah and to put as much of uh, as much goodness out there as possible because what i really realized since doing that um is that a lot of it is coming back and and it's it's quite it's quite remarkable, really, um, what can happen um, when you, you know, you know like you put your, you don't have to think about money or think about like, you, you shouldn't have, I know it's a bit cliche to say, but your goals shouldn't just be um, sort of stuff like money. You, sh- you, sh- you should really think about it in a broader perspective is like, wh- what else, how am I going to develop as a person after this? Um, and in the you know in the last year alone, I've I've met so many incredible people that are, are feeling the same way, and they, they want to help me out, and and it's yeah, it's just been it's been really really cool. Um, there's a lot of people out there, and that don't get enough credit uh, uh, how much they do what they do in the gaming industry for passion and and passion alone, which is awesome.
0: Passion sells. Passion is contagious. <laughs> Your passion. Oh like, hell yeah. I think the number one mistake for most projects is that it's not a passion. You don't actually, you're not enthusiastic about your game. You don't want to show up and work on it. You don't want to go out there and research about it. You just don't want to do it, but you force yourself for some reason. which I think is another thing too. That's like an eye-opening moment. So you're forcing yourself to do something and it's not because you're tired or because like certain other things, it's really just because you don't really want to do it. Then like, why are you doing it? We always move around so quick. We never ask the questions like, why, why am I doing this? Maybe I could do something else. But like it's hard. It's hard to be self-aware when you're constantly have pressures of like you have to pay rent. That's, that's yeah. the
1: thing. Yes, that's the thing. That's the thing. And 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 now I think I mean with 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 the happenings of the last couple of years, it's it's very interesting um, to see the dynamics that that has formed. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of my friends struggled through it immensely because you know maybe they were doing retail, physical jobs, things like that that they couldn't do anymore. But at the same, like, um, I mean, I was a little bit more fortunate because I was able to work from home. So you know, life in London is super expensive. So I, you know, I stopped having to be in the center of London. So I stopped having to travel. Started paying really expensive rent, and, and and that allowed me to you know save. I I just recently I just said a few minutes ago, don't do it for money. But unfortunately, how the world is, you need money to do it, right? So um, it's, <laughs> oh, it's a bit of a bit yeah yeah catch yeah. <laughs> 22 there but yes um it's 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 true and and it, the the reason i mean if if it wasn't for covid strangely enough i think that i wouldn't have had that break to stop and think and maybe we wouldn't be talking right now so you you know it's you're very right in that in that it's it's um yeah you, <laughs> so many things
0: it's weird cuz like covid is like a reset for some people and for some people it's like the end it literally was mm-hmm. like the end mm-hmm. of something. And then, mm-hmm. and some a lot of people's just the beginning of something new. But like, it it's weird how we all had a moment to like reflect, be like, are we doing what we want to do? And even companies were like, should we do it this way or should we go remote? Like, it was weird. And some people benefited, some people didn't. But in oh, the end yeah. of the day, it comes to your thing you're saying. It's not about the money, but then sometimes it is. And I guess you have to live with yeah. that two opposing thoughts same with like i just right. like, could work but it might not i should be friends with this person but maybe it won't work out like who knows what could happen maybe this will help me out maybe this will actually hurt me who knows but sometimes you have to take the risks like how many times if you like sacrifice something to get where you are now
1: absolutely yes no I, 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 a lot of times i mean and and that's i think doing uh, what i would suggest if taking a risk 100 percent. if it's calculated even better uh but um If you don't, I think you, you will have to sort of settle with, with with what you got, with the status quo. I mean, one of the big things I did, I um in, instead of again like deciding to, for example, um leave medical school, and 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 that was a that was sort of a proven track to okay living a decently um comfortable life maybe for the rest of my life. But do you really want to do that? No. So okay, so then take a risk, get out of that. Whatever you're doing, I mean, I'm, I'm not suggesting this to anybody, but um, what school, I did. Stream dreams <laughs> for new schools. dreams, <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I don't, like I the- never ran into that risk because uh, I pass out at the sight of blood. So,
0: <laughs> same honestly, <get> yeah. crazy.
1: <laughs> I mean that's probably why I left as well. It, it got a bit gory towards the end. <laughs> yeah, a little too
0: much. You're like, ooh, can't do that one. But now, like, how nervous were you? Like, that must have been a huge decision. You probably felt like lost for a couple months.
1: Oh, for a couple of years, probably. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm not gonna not gonna lie to you. Because I mean with the with the what very how did you live that long like that? Yeah, no, it was it was absolutely crazy. I mean, um, with the fact that for example very old school italian parents they want me they what they wanted to make sure is that i had that career right and so when that was thrown out the window like just even looking at them in the face was difficult for a long time uh but um that also gave me a huge motivation to do something better and to make them proud in a sense so then that one day i could be like okay guys i Missed out on all of this that you wanted me to do, but hey, look what I did over here! You should be proud of me anyway. um That's—I mean—that's a maybe an old old school way of of, of thinking, but um, yes, that that motivated me a lot. My parents being mad at me motivated me so much to do something else and do it do it good.
0: Isn't it ironic that sometimes, like for instance, they got mad because they wanted you to stay in middle school, but in fact, it just lit up the fire to do the opposite of what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Oh um, uh, man, that's such a recurring theme uh, i think
0: maybe instead they should encourage it and that way it gets you angry and then you actually end up in medical school school <laughs> like why are you encouraging me maybe i should go to medical school but yeah so like for those years that you were lost like what kept you knowing you're on the right path was it like just odd jobs was it the family and friends to support like what what kept you knowing it like hey at least i'm moving towards some right direction i don't know if it's the right one the north star but like i feel confident enough
1: yeah, I think I think definitely friends, definitely gaming was was a huge part of it. Um uh it was it was a period in my life where I was playing a lot of League of Legends with my friends, um climbing the climbing. I mean, I put that in brackets cuz I didn't, we never really did any climbing. It was sort of like undulating more than climbing. Um but um <laughs> But yeah, playing with those guys day in day out, I I still uh, like I sort of the hospital was uh, was all that I knew back then, so I kept working there, but um I also found a, a great opportunity uh with Team Dignitas in California. They I think they um I mean, I, it was it was a little remote thing where I would write articles for them and I would cover little bits about League of Legends or I you know, I would go watch a game live and talk about it. Um so that I think was the sort of the first seeds that then planted this all sort of grew this career i guess or this very the beginning of this career um was finding those opportunities to 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 do what made me feel good and, and then i think from there it sort of took took its own form um and i ran with it
0: i mean props on you you do what most people want to do but are afraid to but like you got, gotta take you know, that leap of faith you never know what could happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think another big thing is maybe surrounding yourself with um with people that motivate you to do that. And and that's not easy. And 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 you might not always find that with family or with friends. I think I mean the good thing about the world that we live in right now, if you look at the positives of the internet and things like that, is things like podcasts, right? It's having uh, I, I mean, I have a, a whole catalogue of people that I listened to that that gave me that motivation, but maybe I couldn't find it elsewhere. So um yeah you know surround yourself with positivity wherever you might find it and and that that, that also helps i think
0: i love that one so much to surround yourself with positivity it's so true because like you you have your own set you have your own goals but as long as you're with someone who can at least like you need like two motivational people the person is realistic the person is just very optimistic you can do anything that way you just like okay i needed that for today and then a the realistic person be like hey look you you're on the right path just need to fix these things or if you work on these things and you'll be able to keep going farther And that's it, you don't need anybody to be negative about your thing because like you know that it probably won't work, but you're gonna try it anyway. So you already have the negative stuff in your head. Like uh, people assume, like, oh, I'm just trying to help them out. I'm like, you don't think they've already thought this through that many things could go wrong? They just need encouragement because they're gonna try it anyways.
1: Exactly, exactly. No, I I couldn't put that better myself.
0: And then I wanted the good tangent is so starting a studio, how is that is it easy operation? Is that something that like you can do steps or is it like just like i had this idea we're going to see if it works and if it does we're going to build a studio
1: from it no no it's 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 not easy (laughs) it's (laughs) definitely not easy um because i i went into it quite naive i mean what i think to to summarize it so i I sort of finished working for this agency in april and i took i had a month to sort of think about what i wanted to do next um And it was actually my one of my old bosses that sort of that said are are you launching an agency and at the time it that's not what it was i was just trying to trying to create something but i wasn't too sure about what it was and then i think once once i nailed it i was like okay you know what Uh, i'm gonna i've managed to save a uh, save a little bit so i'm gonna move in back with my parents i'm just gonna focus on this um i'm gonna find uh, small devs to work with and then i'm going to try and find bigger ones and then I'm going to try to find teammates and then you don't realize how much things pop up that you didn't know about and that that you have to sort of contend to on a, on a, on a daily basis. I had to buy my buy myself an online accountancy, um, uh, what's it called, like training class to learn more about how what to do with taxes and what to do with payments and stuff like that and then I had to get myself em, employ, employee insurance because I'm hiring my first staff member and all of these things that i had no idea about um there's there's just so much of it but again setting little little goals day by day or week by week as you were saying earlier that helped a lot instead of just running every day and then burning out after two weeks uh, and you know and dropping it
0: car i think we should change the thing that don't make wow they'll make a studio because i've seen there a lot of people like my goals like right when they start like learning how to make games is i want to start a studio and it's like cool i think we all have the same goals but it's like it needs you need a lot of time and effort like with the taxes is one thing like when you do taxes it takes so much time and effort and you just end up hiring someone but that's also a lot of money so it's like are you making money yet as you start and it's just like there's just so many things you can do it it's possible you could literally just sign up with your business in your country and then say hey i have a business i'm making a game but like once you start hiring people and start doing all these complicated mm-hmm. things, it's just like, oh, you should probably focus on yeah. learning different skills and maybe, yeah, from other people and then start your studio.
2: Let's not start with that one, let's start smaller, oh, make your first little game,
1: <laughs> yeah, 100%. Ed- educate,
2: yeah, there's a huge difference between like working for someone and having your own business, like, you have to, yeah, I know, just like you see the stress your of face, legal, like, you or, know, like handling no having people work for you
1: like that's yeah, already yeah. a whole different thing it's it's i mean it's it's been it's been really 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 interesting to look at it from a different perspective like the first interview that i held of somebody else was way more nerve wracking than any interviews i had to do to get jobs because it's like hold on i'm supposed to be this i don't know you, uh, when i go to it when i used to go to interviews i look up this potential future boss as somebody who's maybe or like deify them in a very small way like these guys you know they they got here somehow blah blah blah. but but no they're just regular people and you realize that when it's on, on your side you're like i'm just a regular dude just like you let's talk right and and that's how i'm also trying to implement uh, that but for my first the first interview i held i was i was sweating <laughs>
0: i could only imagine because you're just like first of all what the hell am i doing i'm interviewing someone like okay and then what do i need mm-hmm. like are they able to fill it am i gonna hire the right person i can feel like there's so many things going through your head and then you're like do they do i sound right do i sound professional am i doing this right right but right. yeah but at least you, you get to the point where you do it and you do, do it we get more comfortable, and you're like okay this is what i need this way not are you able to fill it it's not I'm like i need something yeah. else that's it
1: yeah experience like, like that experience yeah. in and in, in anything that you do right like that that makes you more and more comfortable i think over time and like one of the things i still do to this day for example is i mean i've only been in the industry for a few years um so it's not that i'm you know a 50 year old ceo that just started his own company i'm just like learning as i go um and trying to keep educated as much as i can and i'm trying to learn everything by myself like the accounting but also like i i still Um, do a couple of hours a week with with another pr agency a a global pr agency just so i can sort of be in that groove and like understand how they work uh, being so big and like maybe you know speak to the staff there how you doing um that also helps like surrounding yourself with professionals that have done what you do and that might not always be possible in a work sense but you know following them on social media maybe seeing if they have like a, a youtube channel like even even like this podcast for example i I, i've listened to so many previous episodes that you did where people just tell you what they do (laughs) you know they're just out you know they 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 explain and it's just like whoa light bulb moment light bulb moment light bulb moment
0: well that's that's literally why i started this because i was was like hey um i have no idea what i'm doing so let's go figure it out and then when people explain stuff it's like oh well why didn't i do it like that or let me try that it just helps you like build the perspective so that you can like not feel stuck like i don't know where to start and start having like Way uh focal points of starting. Hey, I can start here. I know how they did it. This is how they started, this is how you write a book, this is how you start a podcast, this is how you make a game. once you have that, you can start to do things instead of just always wondering how did they start or where do I start or look? It's better to have a framework than a blank page.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I wanted to dive into your business, the one you started. So, what was that like? And for people who don't know what's it called it's called Novello.
1: it's no. called Nuvola. Nuvola. Uh, Nuvola. it's um it means uh, cloud in italian um and i don't know whether that's because i mean the, the the sort of the theory behind it was like okay the cloud that we have today but maybe it's also because i live in the uk and that's the only weather that we have um i guess it's a come on it's thing. sunny today it, today yes I know. <laughs> are you in the uk as well ricardo yes <laughs> Yeah, and, and tomorrow I think is probably I mean it's it's a late September summer. I can't complain, but let's see, let's see how long this lasts. <laughs> I think um, it's gonna rain on like Thursday. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? So it's gonna be a uh, Nubala again on Thursday. Um so yeah, yeah. We um we, we started it. I mean, we started it a year and a half ago, and uh, not improper, but just myself and my partner, uh, where we were just sort of trying to figure out um how how to help companies how to help devs and at the the beginning we were sort of making logos and helping people with websites and things like that but it was only after i you know was able to quit my job that i essentially gave a few devs like a free service it's like this is all that i learned and i'm only able to do this right now because i want to start building the company's reputation i can't charge you for it because you're all very small indie devs. Uh, I don't want any of your money, um, or or maybe a little bit <laughs> here and there just to pay for things. But let's let me try and work super hard for you and see where we get to. Um, and it's I mean, in just five months, we've got now a good handful of clients from all over the world. Um, I, we have staff members from. I'm working with. Uh, I have a colleague in Germany, in Italy, a couple of people in the UK. So like just by again like i was saying earlier just by being able to give uh, without wanting to receive but just like giving sort of eventually allowed for those networking allowed for that experience and um so at one day was like you know these guys did a great job you should you should work with them and, and built it like that um there's still such a long way to go uh, with uh, i mean we're basically inexistent on social media because I think the last post is from like May on our Instagram. Um, so, I mean, that's that's all things that we should be doing, but we just don't have the 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 manpower right now to do it because we are working on the games so much. But, you know, in, in the long run, that that is another goal is just to be active and grow and um, just have fun, have a lot of fun and make friends. Um, yeah.
0: That's incredible. And I see that, like, in your bio, it says you uh, you believe that to tap into human potentials with technology. And I'm going through this website. It's just it's incredible what you've built in the last year and a half. And even though you don't have, like, a manpower for social media, I can see that it's, like, it's going to get to a point where it's going to grow into something pretty huge.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, I hope so. And I think we're going to announce it in the next Few weeks, but we've got our first sort of biggest contract today with a, with a quite a uh, a decently sized publisher, which which is huge in just five months to do that. Um, and yeah, we, we're looking to hire our first sort of like full full time employee employee um, in, in a couple weeks as well. Um, so it's, it's good stuff, and hopefully he will help us keep the or he or she will help us keep the social media on check, uh, which would be great um and yeah we have so much more um in 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 our in our sort of in our vision and i want this to really i mean uh, this is the first thing that i'm really passionate about that i've not given up (laughs) like med school so it's it's something that i'm going to continue to grow and um see where it takes us but yeah one day i would also like to have like a physical office and things like that so we'll see we'll see
0: you never know one day it's coming step by step you'll get there yes and then what's it so what are some hurdles you face as you didn't like expect to face at the beginning
1: um i think one of them is definitely yes like the 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 the, the thought that I oh i can do everything but the truth is you only have a finite amount of time and and as we we've spoken about earlier um not wanting not burning out and i found myself at the beginning burning myself out like every day um uh, in the sense that i had just so many things that i wanted to do and because i i i, I am so goal oriented like i would rather maybe work until 8 uh, to try and get them done you know 8 or 9 in the evening and then i realized i was like this isn't this is what i tried to escape from let's let's work in a different way um and you know now i i, I do what i need to do for the day and then i i sign off and i sort of Look around and breathe some fresh air, and then the next day I'll be able to work at 100% right again, right? So that was definitely a big thing. Um, I think having the right software, the right hardware, having a good computer—that's um, another big thing. A- and then, yes, having to learn how to manage um, a business account, how to uh, the, the 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 amount of insurances you need in in, in London in the UK to for a business is ever growing. Uh, so I've learned a lot about insurance as well. I'm insured on everything. Like you, whatever you do to me, I've got an insurance for it now. So it's like these things, uh, are just wow. things that you don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, yeah, it's, uh, um, it's very, very. Uh, I mean, it, it will always be a learning uh, curve. And and for example, like even having to draft these long contracts that maybe at the beginning we didn't have to do because it was in such a friendly sort of open way, but you have you you, you learn that you need to understand what a contract says you need to make sure that there's nothing in there that might come and bite you um later on and that's a big thing for for game devs as well like who who might start working with their first publisher and such a recurring theme is that they maybe take your um ip or they you know they they take all your earnings it's like be very very careful and read 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 a lot and, and educate yourself in all the aspects of it
2: no, that's
0: key. Reading a lot is important. You just need to read everything. Get yourself involved yes, with everything. Man. Yeah. Reading is important, guys. Read, I promise I'll help you out. <laughs> it's not boring. <laughs> um, or watch YouTube videos, they're also informative. They all help.
1: Yeah. Podcasts. Exactly
0: podcasts. podcasts. We're here, we're here for you guys. Um, I had a question. Okay, well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear all about the business, everything you've been doing, and like we like to do a little challenge near the end of the episode, so you can come up with like a game, the uh, dev challenge, anything you can think of. It could be anything. So at the beginning; it could be about PR, it could be about business creating, it could be about reading a book, it could be anything.
1: Um, so a challenge for for your listeners, basically, yes. I would say, I mean, uh, those those in the in the in the game, those who are developing a game, maybe a good challenge would be. If you haven't already, is is to start creating um, a social accounts for for your game and and you know write, writing your like your first post, introduce your game to the world. Basically, that's that's something that I have to help game devs with all the time. So um, you know, tell your game story in two hundred and eighty words. That might actually help you quite a lot to 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 then take it from there and 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 learn exactly the strengths of your game and things like that. So go do that. And I- <laughs> it's a great challenge. I love it.
0: But yeah, this has been awesome, Mateo. I'm glad you came on, shared your business, shared your story. This is definitely going to help inspire the people, help them get their business started, help them share their game more and and see what works, what doesn't work. And play some Asian mythology. You never know.
1: Oh, yes. I'm I'm always (laughs) online. I'm the only guy left on there. So uh, (laughs) hit me up.
0: Sounds good.
1: Kevin Brandon and Ricardo as well. Thank you both for your time. It's, I mean, it's I hear your voice a lot now. It's actually good to, to speak to it. That must be <laughs> wild
0: for you. You're like, whoa, I'm it's on the like, show. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> but yeah, I know so, this has been awesome. great, man. And thank you again for coming on. i like to end the podcast behind the mic to you to do any last minute shadows, quotes, tips, whatever you got. The mic's all yours. And thank you one more time.
1: I oh, know. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, uh, for us, do just come and say hi if you want to. I mean, at 20 developer, we, we're not we're not selling you anything so uh is n-o-o-v-o-l-a dot net uh if you want to send us a message if you have any questions on how to to publish your game or how to publish like you know publicize it we can give you tips we're, I'm, I'm, we're more than happy to do that and 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 make friends and play your games like that that is why i'm in it um i think i think that's that's pretty much all of all of it like just a shout out to my teammates as well for helping me out so much Marcel, um alex b and and um angela as well um those are all awesome uh, awesome guys and they've been working so hard for me so thank you
0: <laughs> well that's it thanks for listening you can find all courses at GameDev.tv or on a show notes at a discounted price get started with the game development journey today